0: Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzhak Shifman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. Today's Amad and Maseches Baruchas is Yud Tes Amod We're beginning the very top of Yud Tes Amod and we're going to continue, actually, in the first section of today. We're going to have two sections discussing the exceptions when possible persons from Kriyushma based on being involved with a deceased. So the final point in this section from yesterday, really, is that the Gemara tells us the people that are standing in the Shura comforting the mourners, only those people who can see the mourners, meaning they're close enough to the inner row, meaning the first row and plus the people in the second row behind them, who could see between the first people, and therefore comfort and talk to the first, to the mourners themselves, they're exempt from Krishma. But those in the third row who already can't see and converse with the mourners, they're chayev and kriyishma. And also those who attend, in general, the mourners, attend, tend to them and are there at the burial, etc. Those who are there to comfort the mourners make them feel better, those people are Pater and Krishma, but those who attend just to see the happenings, to see what's going on, they would actually be chayiv and Krishma. Moving on to the second section, the Gemara tells us a fascinating thing, that if a person, Ravid Marav says, if a person's walking outside and realizes that there's kilayim in his kilayim and his baget and his garment, he needs to remove them, it's based on a pasuk of in chachma, of in tfuna. there's no calculation when it comes to Neged Hashem, meaning if you're going to transgress an Iser, Dairaisa, which the Gemara calls chil Hashem, we don't make any calculations for personal dignity. We don't take human uh, sensitivities into account. You have to strip yourself naked if you're wearing kilayim in the street. And from this, the Gemara says, "Is it seems to be when there's an Isidari you would have to even bear indignity in order not to transgress. So the Gemara brings five proofs in order to see the ramifications and if this is true. First proof the Gemara brings is from a Brysa that it says is permitted, even for a Kohen who's part of the people accompanying the mourner, to accompany him through a Tameh path. So it seems to be that he's allowed to accompany him in lachar Tumaz Deir for the Kohen. So you see, you can override an Eser for personal dignity, to comfort the mourner. So the Gumari answers no, that's talking about Drabanan to Beis Hapras, which is an area that was plowed over, that may have scattered bones, and that's only in a Chashash Drabanan where it's a Xerad Drabanan or a Chashash Drabanan. the rabbis relaxed it out of personal dignity second proof the Gemara brings from another b'raiser, B'lazer Rabbi Sadok says, who was a Kohen, that we used to skip over the coffins in order to go greet kings, and he speaks about why that's an important thing, but in order to give honor to the kings. So again, the Gemara says it implies that giving honor, kovat avriyas, for the kings, overrode these Zisr Day-Rais of walking over coffins. So the Gemara says, no, really, that's only a chashash rabbanan because really most coffins have a tefach space between the dead body and the top of the coffin. Some of them don't, so they made a gezerah. Even those that do have were concerned about walking over them, based on those who don't, that don't have, where the toma would be ritzitzah would, would go through. And again, since it's only a chashash because of Kavad Abrius, in this case for the kings, the Rabbanon relaxed that. Proof number three, another brysa. It says, Kavad is so great that it overrides a mitzvah saseh. It sounds like any mitzvah saseh. So the Gemara says, it seems to be that Kavad overrides overrides da'yaraysa zisurim. Answers the Gemara, no, it means really rabbinic enactments, which are asmachta, based on lo'isassur. And the examples Rashi gives are, like where they say, you know, certain leniencies regarding gathering stones for wiping in the bathroom on Shabbos or if a tore in a simt Shabbos, which would be an Esar Drabonon to carry, there they were lenient out of Kovod on those things that are only Esar Drabonon, but on a Dairaissa you don't have a Raya. Fourth proof, the Gemara says, is the Pasik tells us regarding HaShavos aveda, V'hissalamta mehem. You shall avert your eyes from them. And when the b'risa derives from this, that there are certain examples that the person who sees the lost object can actually avoid returning. One of the examples is Zakin ve'enil fichvodo. An older person, it's not appropriate, it would be disrespectful for him to return them. It's not a significant item. So the Gemara says, Lachar, this is a raya that covet abrius overrides Isurim Draban So the Gemara answers, and that's only because it's a special drasha that tells you he's exempt. And you can't derive from Isur like Kilayim from here because Mamoinami Isurami Mamoina Layalfin, and you can't learn to the case of Isser of Kilayim, that you'd be allowed to wear clothing to, per, to perform Yisurim, to prevent Kovod although regarding Momin, you could be lenient like that, but not regarding Yisurim. So the Gemara is the final proof, the fifth proof now, the very bottom of the Testament base. So the Gemara says that the Braiasa tells us by Nazir, and it goes through, Rashi explains the backstory here. It says is not allowed to become Tamei, and one of the extra words that says you can't become Tamei to Achoso, his sister, which is obvious. So the Brysis says, it teaches us that a person who's going to perform Korban Pesach, or Bris Mila, which are mitzvot that have actually krisis associated with them, he would not interrupt, even if he heard his sister pass away, but he would interrupt, turning to Chafamad Aleph now, if he saw that there's a mace mitzvah that needs someone to tend to it. So the Gemara says, but again, L'chorah, why don't we say, there's no calculation in relation to the uh, and and l'chora, we should go do, we should go to do the uh, mitzvah of carbon pesach or mila. Why are we overriding that with the kavod Abrius of the deceased? So it seems to be, says the Gemara, that the kavod Abrius overrides even a neser da'iraisa or in this case a krisus. The Gemara answers top of Aleph, that's because the rabbis are allowed to say sheva al meaning sit back and don't perform. In this case, don't perform the mitzvah of carbon pesach or don't perform the mila by being involved in the mes mitzvah. But to actively override, meaning to actively do an iser dairaisa, like we're in kilayim, there the rabbis wouldn't say that Kavad Abrius would override, and therefore we maintain the position of Yeram like we said in the beginning, he'd have to take off his kilayim, even though that is going to be indignified for himself. Okay, we're stopping here. Top of Chafu Mar-Alef. As Ezra Zashem will pick up tomorrow with Chafu Mar-Alef. In the meantime, everybody have a wonderful day.